I think all of us at some point have, when we're raising our kids, been like, man, I just don't really want to cover this. I, I just don't want to deal with helping somebody pee standing up or show them how to take care of, you know, menstrual care or, you know, speaking as a dad, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want to be doing that with my daughter or how to put on a bra or things like that. And up until now, I haven't been able to find anything to help us as parents do this in a hands-off kind of way. And today's guest, Molly Oshinsky, has, to me, in my opinion, solved this problem. She's the founder of the Pickle System, and Pickle is actually an acronym. We, we go into that early on in the interview. And it's videos that teach daily living skills. They provide animated video models for a variety of living skills, including menstrual care, hand washing, wiping, and more. Their mission is to improve the lives of individuals with developmental disabilities through providing a personal, accessible, and hands-off, and this is a really important one to me, hands-off resource utilizing video models, image-based content, and evidence-based guidance. The hands-off is important because the science is out there that individuals with disabilities are getting abused at much higher rates than those without disabilities. And some of that, I think, this is my opinion, but I think some of it comes about because of opportunity for people to put their hands on you if you have a disability, where, where in most cases, there's not that same opportunity. And Molly and I have a conversation deeper into this towards the end of this interview. They are a relatively new company. They launched back in February. This is being recorded on June 29th, 2023. And although we reference a lot to the BCBAs in the interview, this is not a BCBA tool. You know, this is not that kind of thing. It's really meant, in my mind, I, th I see it having the most impact with parents and individuals with disabilities. And it's it's not geared towards children. It's really meant for teens and adults to be able to use this. It's all done using animation. It's not graphic. It's not no nudity or anything like that. It's, it's all done meant to be very respectfully and not graphically. It is some awkward topics. So I, I think checking them out, I, I think you'll find that that like I did, I think the pickle system is phenomenal. It is a fee for service. You are paying for a subscription, $10 a month, but you're only paying for what you use. If you do a month and you don't want to keep going, you stop. There is a, a value add if you if you subscribe for the whole year, but and I, I I think there's worth looking into to see if you can have your Medicaid waiver paid for if you're self-directed, see if the IEP team, if you can get it paid for by your school. Things like that. I think there's opportunity here for really get it made accessible by organizations that are supporting you. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Eric Jorgensen. I am the host and founder of True North Disability Planning. And I started this podcast, ABC Disability Planning and True North Disability Planning, to help families connect the dots and professionals to navigate the maze of benefits, resources, and services for those with disabilities. This podcast in particular is meant to introduce you to organizations you may never have heard of or to help you get a framework for how you may be able to incorporate some organizations that you have heard of but you're not yet using because you're just not sure how they might fit into your overall plan. Let's dive in. Welcome everybody. Today I have with me the, the self-proclaimed pickle lady. Molly Oshinsky, 
Molly and I were talking right before I hit record, so I apologize for laughing while I'm, while I'm doing this intro, but she's got a great story about, we're, we're going to talk about the pickle system, which is videos teach daily living skills, a hands-off resource for BCBAs, special educators, and parents of individuals with disabilities. And if you're part of the hashtag ban ABA crowd, I would encourage you to continue listening to this episode because it's, it's not about ABA. You know, it, we're, we're not trying to change anybody. We're not, it's going to be much more constructive than that. So I would ask you to, to, to take your finger off the button. Don't delete just yet and, and let Molly at least share what she's doing. Molly, with that intro, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I was talking, we were talking right before when I was on your website, I was looking how you can, you know, what the pickle system was and the fact it was an acronym. I was, I was thinking back to my Navy days. I'm like, you really can make an acronym for anything in the Navy. The the one we, that I used to get the most fun, have the most fun with was paperclip. People against people ever re-enlisting civilian life is preferred. But I think yours takes the cake. I mean, you turned pickle into an acronym. Do you mind just giving a little more background <laughs> yeah. about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So me and my co-founder Morgan, we're sitting there, we're talking, we're like, we need a code name for what we're doing. And she has a dog and she had like a dog toy that looked like a pickle. And we're like, okay, well, we'll call it pickle for now. And I got really fixated on it and decided to start coming up with an acronym for it. And so that's how we kind of came up with pickle system. So it's personalized image-based content knowledge and life education system. But <laughs> it all started from a dog toy. So. You could totally work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me a little bit more about what pickle what the pickle system is. Yeah, so we found that parents would ask me as a behavior analyst to teach like a lot of different skills and a lot of them were really intimate. So like peeing, standing up, menstrual care, showering, all of these things and I'm looking for resources and there's nothing out there to help me. And so I went on, I'm going to pursue my PhD. I'm finding all these information. I see that video models are really effective. However, nobody's filming themselves doing some of these skills. So, and I definitely wasn't going to film myself doing menstrual care or pig standing up or any, like nobody, I don't even know how to do that. And so I kind of just was like, okay, well, these have to be animated. And because it's just the only way. And so that's kind of how we came up with the animated video models to teach these daily living skills. And it started more for research purposes and then realizing that, oh, nobody is actually sharing the information and the videos once you've created them. And so we created this platform for it. Yeah. And I, I love the model because you have a couple that are free and then you have a subscription base. And, and to me, for what you're getting, it seems like the subscription isn't that much, but and you have quite a few. You, 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 some of the ones I noticed were putting on underwear, putting on a bra. You, you mentioned peeing, standing up. You mentioned menstrual care. And these are things like as a dad, if I, you know, I'm a single dad. Thankfully, I have a son. So you just throw some Cheerios in a bowl and you say, aim for the Cheerios. But, you know, some of the other ones are a little more challenging if I'd had a daughter, you know. Yeah. I, so yeah, I, I think it's great. are really just like not sure how to teach some of these skills. And especially if you're individual like doesn't learn from just watching you or you know figuring it out it's a lot harder and a lot more stressful so yeah 
-hmm. Well, and they continue modeling the same behavior the same way each and every time, right? And that's right. the benefit of a video. You can watch it until you don't need it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And all of our videos don't have audio. So for those intimate ones, if you're out in public, nobody needs to know that you're working on that skill. Or if you're in school, you know, your peers aren't knowing that you're watching this video to kind of help you with some of these skills. So it provides a little bit of privacy. And it also allows you to, if you're helping the person with it, you can use any language that you want. So if you need to speak in Spanish or French, you know, you can use it that way too. So that's really cool. I mean, yeah, that that's awesome. Because if you're if you're in a stall or something in the bathroom, and you know, you don't have to worry about do, are my earbuds connected to Bluetooth or or whatever. Yeah. You can just do what you got to do, and you know, not that many people are gonna be looking in the stall to see what you're doing. Right. right. But right. sometimes the noise, the, the, the audio might give it away and, and make you a little more self-conscious. Mm -hmm. You have a split out into different domains, right? You have three different daily living skills. Can you talk a little bit about what those domains are? Yeah. Yeah. So our first one is personal hygiene and personal care skills. And so those include all the intimate skills that's going to include, you know, the menstrual care, the showering. It's going to also include clipping your nails or washing your hair, you know, brushing your hair, getting dressed, <laughs> all of those kind of things. And then our next one is domestic skills. So that's like cooking, cleaning, vacuuming, you know, all of those types of skills that you need. And then our last one is community skills. So that could be buckling your seatbelt, going shopping, checking out with a credit card, you know, time management, money management, all of those things. So we plan to cover all of those over the time that's as we create more videos. That's awesome. And and how long is the average video? How long of a video is it? They range from about 30 seconds to two minutes, but all of them, they, they take a longer time because we have a three second pause in between every step. So that was to allow for pausing the video. If you're getting behind, it also allows enough time to complete the step as you're watching it. So these video models, you're not really showing them before they try, they're watching it as they do it. So you could in theory set up an iPad or, or something similar, like on a on a table or, or a sink or something, and then just let, you know, you can be there to to intervene if you need it, but you to to really teach that sense of independence mm -hmm. and privacy, right? If we're doing this with teenagers, privacy is huge. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it really allows them to take charge of their own learning, essentially. And I, I've talked with adults who are actually using it, and they really like that they can just pause it, they have a moment to pause it, they don't have to rewind it, and they can, they can actually do it and make sure that they're doing it correctly without feeling rushed. That's that's awesome. So if somebody was interested in this, and we're gonna we're just gonna talk about the videos right now, what would they need to do? I mean, it's, if, when I went to your website, it seemed pretty simple to follow. I mean, the instructions seem pretty simple to follow, but yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, you sign up for a subscription to get access to all of them. We always have those two free ones because video models aren't for everyone, and if you're, I want you to be able to try it before you buy it, and so. We have all those, we have those two free ones always. And then you just buy a subscription, you get access to all of our visual models, you get access to all of our printable visual aids and our data collection sheets as well. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
so none of it's once you've subscribed it's not you have there's no upsells it's not oh well you have to you can't you can't what you can only watch five videos this month that's it or you can only play it five times it's it's full access to the library take as many as you need or as few as you need and then uh, the other thing i like about your model that i'm a fan of because i do the same thing with 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 my licensing is i like the fact that you give a you know a reduced fee if if you pay up front right if you pay for the whole year you get what two months free or something yeah basically Mm -hmm. yeah I, i like that a lot so Tell me more about the printables and the in the data collection. Yeah, so we wanted to make sure that as you fade from the video model, you still have the supports that a person may need. And so the printables, especially the visual aids, were really just so, okay, they've pretty much got it with the video, but we just want that little visual reminder, you know, for example, in the bathroom for washing hands, you know, just as a, a reminder for them. Or, you know, as you're fading out the video, you have this alternative option available to you. And they're really easy. They just, you know, you can stick them on the wall, you can laminate them, they're yours. So you can do what you want with them. And that way you have that. And then for the data collection piece, we wanted to make sure that you can take data on the progress. And so basically the data sheets are the task analysis that's broken down of every step and you have it and very basic, you know, plus minus or prompt data sheet, but it's yours so you can track how they're doing and their progress. Do you see this being used more by parents or more by more by ABA therapists? Because to me, I see this, well, I'll let you answer first and I'll I'll shut up, but do you see it being used more by therapists or by by parents? Right now, it definitely leans towards the behavior analysts. We have like 80% of our users are behavior analysts and 20% are parents. But I do think as we get more skills open, we'll continue to see kind of both of them using it fairly equally, I imagine. Yeah, that surprises me, Molly, because for me, my thought would have been that parents are using it a lot because I, I hear all the time, I need help with dot, dot, dot. And and. You know, there are there is this this crowd of of individuals who feel very strongly about ABA, and I don't have a horse in that race because I've I've never used it. The the research I've done is is inconclusive to me about the the current state of ABA. The way it used to be done, absolutely not a fan. No. <laughs> but the way it's being done now, I, I'm 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 not seeing anything that is is steering me from doing it. But again, I'm not a practitioner. I'm not you know, my son doesn't get the therapy, but I can see where families, especially with young adult or adult children, so maybe in their thirties, who's trying to master a skill, I can see the videos being a better resource. I completely agree. I'm, I think the hard part is just trying to reach them and find them. (laughs) I think that's probably the, the hardest part with getting information to them is because they can be, you know, there isn't just one email group for them. And so that's a little harder. And that's where like we've, we're trying to advertise and get our name to them, but it is just a little bit tough to reach them because they're, unless you have, know the school that they're at or, you know, where they're getting therapy, it is a little tougher to, to reach parents versus, you know, there's conferences for behavior analysts where we can reach and talk to them. 
So yeah, you know, and, and I agree. Yeah. And you're you're it's priced lower than ABA, right? I mean, if your ABA is only isn't covered by insurance, it doesn't cover it's not covered as much by insurance. It's I think it's ten dollars a month, right? Yeah. You know, and you don't have to do it forever. No. Yeah. And we wanted to make it low price, you know, because the whole point is that we're helping you teach these skills. You know, it's not about like, oh, we want to be billion trillion, <laughs> you know, that's not the goal. The goal is that people are having a way to teach these skills because when I was sitting there and I had nothing, no resource, I would have absolutely paid the $10 to just yeah. have something to help me. So I, I really just wanted it to be easily accessible for anybody because, you know, autism and developmental disabilities, it's across the lifespan. So at any point you could have this where my brain is going, Molly, and, and I don't know if you and your co-founder have gone into this or, or not, the short term, I see you being very useful for people doing self-direction when you're on a Medicaid waiver, because for self-direction, you don't you don't have to be a Medicaid provider. So the pickle system doesn't have to be approved by the state to be a Medicaid provider. Mm-hmm. Instead, they can write you in as a budget line item, and at ten dollars a month, you're not you're not putting too much strain on the budget. It's paid for by Medicaid. The longer view would be to see if there was a way to become a Medicaid provider, but I'm I'm hesitant to to encourage you to do that because I won't become a Medicaid provider because it's too onerous. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the process of getting in with insurance and Medicaid is definitely taxing and <laughs> can be a little bit to the unknown. It's definitely like a mystery that you kind of have to solve a little bit at a time, but we would love to definitely be a part of that Medicaid waiver at some point. So that way you are getting access to it through that option, because it is, it's such a helpful thing for the people that are on those Medicaid waivers. Yeah. And that's where I I think the, like I said, I think having families that are doing self-direction or whatever they call it in your state, it's when you are managing your budgets, you are in charge of hiring your own staff. You're in charge. The, your, your state Medicaid agency says you have a budget of X, you can spend it however you see fit, but you can't go over this. And I think there's a line item for up to 500 or $600 a year for training. Well, I think, Again, mileage is going to vary. Check with your state. Look at your Medicaid. Yeah. You know, but I believe every state has a has a line item for training, and it could be parent training or whatever. But I, I think this might qualify. I definitely think it's worth looking into. Yeah, I um, definitely will. Absolutely. Yeah, and well, you don't. You know, less you, Molly. More of the people listening, because it's up to them to put you in their budget. And then, then you get paid by Medicaid instead of by the family. So they would, you know, you might have to submit a contract or a W-9 or, or whatever, but, you know, ultimately it's going to be the family to request to put you on the budget. And I don't know the numbers for self-direction, but there's a lot. So if you're out there and you're, you're listening to this and you're looking at doing self-direction, and typically that's going to be for children, adult children over the age of 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so beautiful about your your videos is they're not infantile. You're not going to feel stupid for watching it. Yes, that was the whole goal. I definitely, I come from like a day service, working with adults background, and I did not want them to be baby looking videos. I really wanted an adult to be able to look at this and feel like they're watching somebody that they can identify with. 
little kids can watch them too, but it's not as crucial for them to identify necessarily like with the character versus an adult. I wouldn't want to watch a baby <laughs> doing hand washing. You know, if I, if I needed help with that, I want it to be somebody that looks like me. And so all of our characters will always be in that adolescent to adult range. Yeah, and think about if you're doing an if you're working on IEP goals of independent living, or if you have an ISP individualized service plan for independent living, these videos are geared towards independent living. Yes. So maybe you can find a way to get your, again mileage is going to vary. Check with your blah blah, blah your mm -hmm. your your school, but maybe if you write it into the IEP or your ISP, you can get it paid for by the school, or your maybe you can get your your Medicaid waiver provider, whoever's providing you your personal supports can work with, you know, can pay for this. And your personal support staff can work with the individual receiving the support. So families, this doesn't have to come out of your pocket. Even, even though I think $10 a month is, is well worth it, I recognize that may be a bridge too far for some families. So I'm trying to give you a way to think about it. And again, Molly, this isn't on you to think about. Yeah. Right? Because... For you to go and become a Medicaid waiver provider in all 50 states in DC, it's going to require a ton of a ton of hours, a ton of manpower, and you're going to have to raise the price because you're going to have to pay for that time and that labor somehow. And that means you're going to have to pay that you have to raise the price. Yeah. But if an agency is providing it and the agency is licensed, you know, reaches out to you and say, I need 30 licenses mm -hmm. for, you know, for for because we have you know, 30 houses and we want to do one per house or, or whatever, mm -hmm. then you can, you, you can work with them and you're a business yeah. owner. You can figure out what works. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're also, you know, trying to connect with school districts so that way, you know, they have access to it and everything. Those processes, like you said, are longer. So if parents are able to request it and get the ball moving a little bit faster, it's, definitely helpful because yeah the the manpower over here is a little less than if everybody works together <laughs> to to get it out yeah. there yeah and it, it's got to be the parents driving it right and I, i've said this with with other guests in the past the reason i started this podcast was because i didn't understand how there can be so many amazing organizations out there that nobody knows about when you have, in theory, a case manager and an IEP team who's supposed to be bringing resources to you to help you, mm -hmm. but they're not because they don't know about these. And they don't know about the pickle system or any of the other many, many you know guests I've had on because they're overwhelmed. And I'm, I'm not gonna make excuses for people, but you know, case managers have huge caseloads mm -hmm. and it's typically the squeaky wheel that get, gets grease. So families, if you're listening to this, be the squeaky wheel. Go to your case manager and say, hey, I'd like to get this put on my, you know, I'd like to get this paid for. Or go to your residential or personal support provider and say, hey, I'd like to get this paid for. Or go to the IEP team and, and say, hey, can we get the school to pay for this? You know, maybe even in, incorporate into the curriculum at school. If, if you're, you know, you're doing sex ed or you're doing whatever, can we incorporate this in? Again, because there's, it's not graphic. It's not, you know, so. Yeah. We worked very hard to make sure that they were not graphic. <laughs> yeah, it was one of our, our biggest challenges that we, we overcame was 
just trying to make sure that it was accurate and appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's great. I, I, you know, I, I really like it. And you're not collecting any private information from the individuals, right? You know, so there's, there's no privacy concerns. There's no issues. No, no. All we, all we ask for is your email and that's, that you're over 18 <laughs> when you purchase it. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and all of this is living in the cloud. All the videos are living in the cloud somewhere, right? So they, you know, the, there's no issue of access or... Nope. Yep. They're all on the cloud and you can just hit play. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have to download or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, how many videos do you think you got ballpark do you have? We have over 30 videos right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have two animators on our staff who are wonderful and they're able to really get out a lot of stuff so it's really awesome and are you open to are you open to if if people reach out and say hey we could use a video on how to take a bus or something like that i i don't know i'm I'm trying to think or brushing i mean i think you already have brushing your teeth so yeah we definitely encourage requests it's i have a massive like 200 you know item list <laughs> but i really try to prioritize them based off of what our consumers need so if you ask me for like we got a request for eye contacts that's our next video coming out putting in contacts so i really do try to prioritize what our consumers want and need and again it's driven by consumer demand because i'm sure there's going to be people out there listening they're going to say well why is eye contact such a big deal I thought we're trying to encourage neurodiversity where we're not going to stigmatize people for not making eye contact. So I'm just. Oh, not eye contact, contact lenses. Oh, that, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Not, not eye contact. We're not worrying about that. (laughs) It's putting in contact lenses. Sorry. I said it incorrectly. Well, I just feel foolish. (laughs) It's just because I don't wear them. So I was like, I don't know what they're called. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never worn, I wear glasses and the idea of putting a contact lens in just freaks me out. I struggled with putting hearing, my hearing aids in when I first got them. And, and yeah, the whole idea of an eyeball. <laughs> I know I had to, I had to like have a whole call because I was like, I don't know how you do that. So can you guys show me how? And so then I could task analyze it and all of this stuff, like the process behind making every video we we really try to like look at how each person does the skill because everybody does it a little bit differently for all of our videos. And then I break them down into the small steps and then we animate them. And and that's awesome. Do you do anything? I don't know if this is the right word, but like fun. Like, do you, do you have videos about how to put makeup on or how to put an earring in? Or I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. They're on the list. <laughs> they're, they're on the list for sure. We were really trying to focus on like the more intimate ones first, just because I do feel like there's nothing out there for those. And, but yes, we, it is on my, on my list for getting those out. Yeah. And, and where can people find you? Where are you at? We are just on the web. So www.picklesystem.com. So yeah, so there's no S after system. It's pickle system. Right. Dot com. Yes. And when you get when you get to a website with a pickle on it, like the the thing you eat, it's it, you're at the right place. Exactly. Exactly. And he's wearing a tuxedo. So. 
<laughs> as one does. Yeah. And are you on social media too? Or do you have a Facebook and a, well, I guess Instagram's probably more. Yeah, we have a Facebook page and a Instagram and it's okay. just pickle.system. And I'll have links in the show notes because I want to make sure people can find you and follow you and sign up for your newsletter if you have one and all, all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. We have a newsletter and we typically share like what new videos we're putting out in our newsletter. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And and if, if somebody wants to reach you, the contact information is right there on your website or info at Pickle System or. Yeah, it's admin at Pickle System. Well, and I, I didn't touch on it, but you you do have the option. I mean, we, we touched on a little bit, but you also have the option for corporations or insurance companies. They can reach out to you too, right? I mean, they can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we have enterprise options. So you can purchase multiple licenses for all your therapists or all your families av available for you. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of it getting beyond ABA therapists because I, I don't I don't see this just being ABA. I think pediatricians sharing this with their families. I think, you know, centers for independent living sharing this, you know, anybody who has an, an interest or desire to help somebody live independently, I think this is huge. And honestly, if you have a teenage daughter who's going through puberty and you're a dad and you don't want to try to teach them how to do some of this, it doesn't go. have to be just with a disability. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And vice versa for moms who are like, how do I teach him to pee? into a urinal you know that can be a little tricky because I definitely had no idea <laughs> how to teach that so <laughs> yeah it can it can really help anybody who it's yeah it's like you said it's not just for disabilities it's for anybody who needs help learning a skill in their yeah and, and I mean I want to I want to highlight you know I think it's important that you focus on the disability the intellectual dis development disability because if you say it's for everybody nobody's going to come but if you you know that's just marketing you have to because the way people's brains work, they're like, well, yeah. do I really fit in there? So I, I think what you're doing is really, really smart, Molly. But I, I think my hope is you're going to find it's not just people with developmental disabilities using it. Much like curb cuts isn't just people who are blind or using wheelchairs that are using them. You know, you're really making the world of, of how to become an adult more accessible in a, in a non-icky, non-cringy, non-embarrassing way. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what we're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I, and again, thank you for joining me. I, I, I want to connect you with some people. And so we'll talk offline off that. Is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't? Anything you want to make sure we, we touch on? I think we covered everything. I mean, it's, it was really cool <laughs> being a part of this. Yeah, I think we, we really hope that we can help anyone that needs it. So. I, I will. I would have you take the word. We really hope to say we really know we can help people that need we it do. because yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I, as a as an outsider looking in. I think what you're doing is phenomenal. And candidly, I wish I had something like this when my son was younger, instead of it being so awkward and and difficult. I, it, it's probably still going to be awkward. I mean, yeah. it's just the the subject matter makes it that right. way. <laughs> it's just less awkward. Like. You know, you don't have to stand here. I can watch the video. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you can just kind of set it up and walk out. And actually, like, I'm 
working on this research currently with our video models for the menstrual care video. And that's for my, my dissertation. And, you know, part of the whole method is actually that the parent steps out and provides privacy for them watching the video. And yeah. I think that's been a really cool thing to watch as like the parents kind of are like, oh, I don't have to be as involved as I thought I would have to be in this particular moment. So it's a, it's been a really cool research opportunity as well. So. And I want to highlight that you're going for a doctorate, yes. you know, <laughs> running a business and going for the doctorate. That's impressive. Thank very, you. very impressive. The reason I'm, the reason I reached out specifically is because I have a big, big belief that although most parents mean well, we're, we're not doing our kids any favors by helicopter parenting them or smothering them or protecting them or, or choose your adjective or verb. Because in most cases, we're going to die before they do. And when we die, the reality is there's not going to be anybody else who cares for them the same way the parent does. If sibling is a different relationship, so we need to really, it's my personal belief, this isn't Molly's belief, this is Eric's belief, it's my personal belief, we need to do everything we can to help our children become as independent as possible in whatever way that looks like. So if it means they can toilet mostly on their own, but they need help pulling their pants up, fine but give them that freedom to do everything up until that step where they need help. Mm -hmm. And these videos to me are bridging that gap are saying, let's find where, where, where the steps that you can, at what point do you get stuck? Right. At what point have we found everything you can do? And there's no shame in saying, well, I can do you know this, but I can't do that great, let's get you to the part that you can't do. And then the video lets you do that, right? I mean, we're not asking you to be perfect, but, exactly. but we're giving them the opportunity to learn to a certain point. Yeah, it's just an additional resource, you know? And like you said too, part of it is getting the people, you know, kind of outside of the room so that they can just work on it on their own. And part of that the reasoning behind choosing this is also to prevent potential abuse from occurring. Yes. You know, in a yes. lot of my research and experiences, especially with these intimate skills, you know, abuse is more likely if you are reliant on somebody for those skills. And I really wanted to make something where let's get the touching, <laughs> the physical prompts out. Let's make, you know, as limited, you know, you don't need to be in the room you can step out. And I really wanted to do that with these videos as well. Yeah. yeah you're helping normalize privacy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're helping normalize boundaries, yeah. which is something I don't think people with disabilities have. Often not. Yeah. And especially as they get into these group homes and, you know, residential services, I think it can be really helpful there to remind everyone that like, you don't have to be as on top of them <laughs> as you feel as you may feel you they can learn you know just from watching a video and may not need as many supports as you think mm -hmm. yeah and and you know even if it's well it's faster if i dot 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 but if you're not in that room maybe you don't have that same pressure to yeah. hurry this up 
So if you're outside playing on your phone or not that any support worker would ever play on the phone when they're supposed to be watching whoever they're working with, but if they're not in that same pressure of, because you don't want to be there any more than they want you there. So it tends to, it tends to create this sense of subconscious or not, this Mm -hmm. sense of, oh, we've got to hurry this up, right? Frustration level, right? Like, oh, they're not doing it in this quick you know amount of time and that it gets frustrating over time so let's just reduce that let them have their time and watch the video and i'm gonna step away <laughs> and you know you you do your checks you make sure that they're doing it correctly but you know it's it's far less frustrating than having to be involved in the process of teaching as yeah, and I, I would love to for any parent or individual with disability out there who watches a video and, and, and gets something out of it, I'm, I'm asking on Molly's behalf, send her a testimonial, you know, something that she can put on her website and share with others. You can, you, you can do it under a pseudonym or you can ask to remain anonymous. Most of the time, testimonials are only a first name anyway, but Molly could really use the help from you, especially if you're an individual with a disability and you learn something from this. I want, I want to see more families, more individuals using these videos than therapists. Molly, I know I know you said you're you know 80% therapist, but I really see the value here being the individual with a disability. I, I completely agree. And we are pretty early, you know, we just yeah. launched in February, so that's what we have right now, but hopefully in the future it expands to far more individuals and parents. And I think it will. I'm just, you know, I, I have a podcast, so I, ha- I feel I have the platform to share what I think the world should be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, this has been awesome, Molly. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the interview with Molly and I. I'd love to know what your key takeaway is, what your thoughts are, especially if you've used the Pickle system. If you could reach out to me, Eric, at specialneedsnavigator.us, or even better, leave a comment on the podcast player of your choice so other people can see too. I'm not embarrassed or worried about having a a conversation, especially if somebody disagrees with me. I I think I learn the most from people that, that don't disagree with my viewpoints. So if there was something I said in the podcast or something you think I should have said in the podcast, please let me know. I am doing this podcast for you in the hopes that it's going to help you find answers to questions that you have and, and give you resources for problems that you're trying to address. As always, I am open to the idea of who should be a guest on my podcast. I may not bring everybody on, but I'm always open to having a discussion. My criteria for bringing somebody on the podcast is they've got to be at some level a national impact and really focusing on helping individuals with disabilities. I'm not too focused on any one disability in particular, although if if somebody is, if their focus is just one disability, it's not an automatic rule out that I won't have them on. As always, feedback is welcome. Thanks for listening.